Smartcast. Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the must not take yourself too seriously and six one since that matters. And what do I even say other than hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all new Bumble with exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. There's a change happening in the way we live, the way we work, the way we spend our money and make our decisions. We are evolving to be more conscious in our actions in a way that serves the world and makes it a better place. Welcome to The Ethical Evolution. The Ethical Evolution podcast is brought to you by The Ethical Change Agency. I'm Bindi, CEO and founder, and I am honoured to bring you the stories of those who create change through paying it forward and giving back. Ethical business owners and holistic healers who are determined to create collective change in the world. Once we have a change in consciousness and through collective change, we can become one. Brooke Bivert mentors women to find their true bliss, their identity, and to let go of overwhelm, anxiety, and trauma, enabling them to become their own self-healers. Through breathwork and trauma release techniques, Brooke's clients find their true inner power. Like so many guests I chat with around the world, we had so much in common in the way we help others to be the change. Welcome, Brooke, to The Ethical Evolution. Thank you for having me, Bindi. Thank you so much. You are so welcome. Now, uh, you're joining us uh, right here in Australia from Melbourne, um, where I believe you are in the most lockdown city in the world, but we're not going to talk about that. <laughs> um, thank you for joining us. Can you tell us um, who you are and what you do? Sure thing. Um, I am... I'm actually a little bit an hour out of Melbourne, so I'm in regional, which is good, a bit, bit luckier for, for others. But I am, my name is Brooke Bivert. I am a, my main basis of work is leaning on the trauma in women and um, coming through from my own experience, life experience, as most of, most of us healers work through uh, our own journeys through this wonderful place we call life, the human life. Um, I guess my story starts with my own journey of, of childhood trauma um, and navigating navigating that for several years, which then later manifested into uh, seizures and it was diagnosed in the Western world as, as epilepsy. Wow. Um, so that started me on a very, um, a very in tuned journey of self healing and knowing that there was more than just being on drugs for the rest of my life, mm. which was the only answer the doctors could give me and still can give me. Um, so yeah, that was that was the the amazing journey I was gifted in this life, and um, it's been fabulous. I spent I spent twenty years after that diving into modality after modality after modality, 
Um, basically, that's my human design as well to test everything out with before um, before my clients, you know, just getting testing what works, what doesn't. And, uh, yeah, so about it, that was 25 years ago now. So after um, journeying through of that, found the most incredible work, the um, become a, a, done a lot of training myself as well and uh, just, yeah, adore the transformations I get to make in people's lives now. Yeah, so what you do must be so rewarding. But, I mean, I'm finding in, in the work that I do um, that uh, trauma is becoming so, so common. Um, people are talking about it more um, and all of the aspects of trauma, you know, the shame, um, the the biology it changes within us, the impacts it has on our lives um, to the point of, you know, how we react to life how we behave um and and just how we survive and you know I think it's something we need to talk more about um how do you help people one recognize that and start to work through that and and break through it it's such a it's such a great point there because it's such a we're living in such a high traumatized world I mean not not to mention the last 18 months Mm. but before that even, it's this modern world. We are so, we're traumatised on the daily and people might think that's a, a dramatic way to say it, but it, it's it, the, the, the experiences we live through each day, We our nervous system is, is living on fight or flight 99% of the time. Our children of these high expectations they have to live through and, and what we, where I can make that... Uh, make it simply awaken my clients to that is is just their everyday lives seeing them how are you waking up each day you know are you are you jumping out of bed excited each day or are you struggling to oh my god I've got to get through another day you know Mm. is it is it it's you know just the simplest things and um and just getting back to the basics of how how much happiness am I actually living in my life and where where am I seeing the happiness or have I turned into that automatic robotic state that mm. we all see as normal? Yeah, and, I mean, sometimes it takes a moment for us to reflect and actually go, you know what, I, I can't, I'm, I'm drawing a blank, you know, I'm, I'm not loving life. Um, and when you get hit with that, I mean, it can really, you know, turn you into a tailspin. And I know, you know, again, we're not going to talk about the last 18 months, but so but people are affected, right? So it's a lot of people are being more reclusive. They're not they're not being social. They're very hypervigilant. Um, and, you know, they just want to stay safe. And it's just changed us. It really has. Yeah. Yep. Yep. It's 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 like um, the work I do on steroids at the moment. Mm. You know, it's it's that comfort zone that I've spoken about for years and years, and and the, you know, people staying in their comfort zone and feeling safe and secure, and in the mediocre of of life, thinking that there's nothing better out there, 
And that's what a lot of people are doing right now. And that's, you know, that's how a lot of people live their lives till the day they die, Mm. thinking that there's nothing else better out there because they've not prepared to look at the trauma or look at the darkness. And one of the my biggest things I can't stand is this love and light bullshit that this <laughs> spiritual world spreads across. I mean, it's fabulous. It's great. The love, I don't get me wrong, but there has to be a balance. And to get to the light and the love, you have to struggle and cram your way through the darkness and and do the work you know if you want to live that happiness and bliss you've got to get through there and so many people start their healing journeys and 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 with this spiritual world they expect the whole love and light journey and and it just it's nothing happens and they're sitting there wondering why aren't I healing why aren't I getting better why why hasn't my disease you know a lot of a lot of trauma based 99% is around emotions and illness mm. is caused so there's they're like why haven't I why haven't I cured myself and it's because they're expecting they're trying they're doing all this love and light manifestations visuals you know all of this stuff that's fantastic but if that you're not pushing into your resistance and those edges and the darkness, then nothing's going to happen. And um, it's why so many people give up on this journey. They give up or, or the spiritual world gets such a bad name, mm. it gets such a bad flack because all that shit doesn't work. It didn't do, it didn't do anything for me. That's it. People have to do the work, don't they? Like they think, I'll just I'll just go see this practitioner or this healer or whatever and I'll be fine, you know, and they think they only have to do it once too. It's a perpetual thing, you know, because we evolve as humans, so does our healing and it's not linear either. It's very up and down. And, you know, we we may get to a a level of healing and evolution and, you know, it's not over. As long Mm -hmm. as we live and breathe, it is not over. Um, you know, all the things that you think you've dug up from the past in that darkness that you talk of, there's always more. <laughs> Absolutely. Absolutely. <laughs> yeah, I was, I was saying this to my um, to my tribe just yesterday, how I was just journeying through this week some more layers of my own trauma this week with this energy and uh you know, it was it was still some of my childhood trauma, and some of them were like, "Oh, Brooke, but you've been doing this work for so long. Why ha- why are you still going through this?" And it's like, this is lifelong. You know, it's just like the you know peeling of an onion. Mm. It's layers and layers and layers, and we get triggered. Like I said before, every day different triggers come through, and we just have to feel them and release them and allow them to flow through. There's nothing. There's never an end point. There's never an end game. Mm. It's it's that continuous flow of doing the work and honoring your honoring this incredible vessel and this body's wisdom and intelligence that we can't even fathom. Mm. So, what kind of uh, things are you seeing? Now, you mentioned earlier that you're you're working primarily with women and and the trauma that that they've been through. Um, what what's your process um, when when a woman comes to see you? Yeah. Um, so it's um, it's really just getting them to their truth, the mm. absolute truth of where they're at. And sometimes that can be, like I said, that can be something they don't want to see. Mm. 
it's that's the the darkness that or the avoidance or the ignoring that they haven't wanted to see for maybe decades and um but it's done in a in a loving way that makes them feel safe and supported and and finally someone who's actually hearing them and seeing them for the first time most of the time um so there's that that opportunity for them to see, wow, I actually need, I, I can actually let this go now and, and see see an opportunity here. And then we can move into the deeper, the deeper wounding. It's like a, a ladder. We level up through the layers, through the through the journey, getting getting deeper and deeper and using, I mean, my my most powerful modality I use is is breath work. Mm. And um I just I cannot be more grateful for finding that for my own journey and now get to get to use that with um with everyone it's uh so powerful I and you know it's something that I talk about so much I think I, I drive people a bit crazy about talking about um breath and breathing um I've, I've even got a shirt you know that reminds people to breathe um I've even got a tattoo reminding people to breathe um yeah. But, um, you know, it's one of those things that's really underestimated, you know, Um, and, you know, the quote that I have on my arm is something that I think was really profound at the time and it stuck with me and it basically is, it's the first thing we do when we're born, the last thing we do when we die, but it's the breaths in between that count. Mm. So a lot of us, you know, when we've got this nervous system that's in this high state of flux all the time, we just don't breathe or if we do, it's very shallow and we're not conscious of our actual being, like our breath within us. Mm-hmm. And when you take a moment and you actually focus on it, you're like, oh, oh yeah, I, I, I do breathe. Whoops. Um, but then when you do more conscious breath work where you're actually, um, you know, doing somatic kind of breathing and all of that kind of stuff, it can take you places, you know, that you've never been. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah. It's so funny. I have a friend who who's like... Breathwork, you know, breathwork. I've been breathing all my life. What do you mean? Everyone breathes. <laughs> well, I think they do. <laughs> no, no. It's like this big joke. It's, um, yeah, there's so many different techniques that I use depending on, you know, depending where you want to take them, what the trauma is, where you, what the end result we're trying to achieve and what we're, what the outcome we're, we're desiring. And, uh, it's it's just yes the places the places you get to go the activating that gamma brainwave state is and and the you know releasing the natural DMT our natural psychedelics the the just the happy hormones mm-hmm. like there's it's just the the you know the endorphins this natural healing states of the body that people think you need something else for you know you need I need drugs to do that or I need a doctor to fix me or I need someone else to do the job all you need is yourself and your body it's Mm. all within you you know as as corny and as common as that is it's all within you we're equipped we're equipped with everything we need and we just don't see it we think that everything else is a quick fix but we are basically equipped with everything we're ever going to need. Yeah, absolutely. Now, in the work that you do, can you tell us, um, without identifying anyone, um, you know, what kind of change you've helped people to make? Yeah, sure. Um, 
there's I, I get a lot of which is really interesting it must be the the vibration the frequency drawing in I get a lot of um family violence abused mothers single mothers um coming to me the last few years which has been such a an incredible eye-opener for myself as well and just seeing their journey, seeing the struggles, the absolute survival pattern and and strength and courage that they've had, um, seeing them to, to fully release that that trauma that's sitting in that cellular memory and and then and then and then having them say you know because when we release it from ourselves we are, we're also healing that cellular trauma from our children as well so when they've had children involved family full family violence seeing when they come back and say oh my god my son's awakened as well mm. and my he's a completely changed person he's talking to me again he's coming out of his room he's feeling he's got talking to his friends and just that that change energetic change in their in their personalities um a lot of grief work um is 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 a beautiful a big thing as well um which is 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 something that's that's it's instant um, but for more of the longer work too is that real discovery of self and remembrance for mm. women especially. Um, women, we forget who we are. We have, no, you know, the, the labels of being a mother, being a wife, being a, you know, just all getting rid of all the labels and who am I, you know, who is Brooke? Who who am I without all the labels? It's, it's such a... For, so, you know, I call it the number one number one modern day problem for women because it's just it's so sad. Women going through life without knowing their own passions, knowing what they even enjoy anymore. I I couldn't agree with you more. Um, you know, the the coaching work that I do uh, with women as well. Um, I see a trend that you know once we start to tiptoe into our forties, um, yes. there's this. I don't know. It's almost like an epidemic of its own that yeah. um, they have lost who they are. They have lost what their passion is. They've lost their joy. You know, most likely they've had children, um, a, a relationship. Um, most often there's issues in that relationship. Um, they, they want to think about their purpose again, um, whether they want a career, whether they want to make a difference in the world. Um, and then they just want to be happy, you know, just the basic joy of being happy. And I know I've, I've sat with several women and we've just dug so deep just to find the simple joy to make life happy again. Um, and, and we just work through those kind of things. But no doubt you'd see the same thing too where, where women just lose themselves. Yes, yeah, absolutely. I'm turning 40 next year and it's um, it's beautiful to be able to working with a lot of majority of my clients are in that in that 35 to 60 age bracket mm. and, you know, exactly like you said, when they're coming into that, when the kids have left home and it's like, who am I now? Yeah. When I've got, when I don't have to cook dinner for the kids, when I've, when my husband's busy, you know, what, who am I now? It's that whole realization and awakening of 
oh shit, what am I going to do for the rest of my life? Mm. And it's it's also training the brain to go, well, I'm not used to doing something for myself. It's always for somebody else. I always put myself last. And it's yeah. about, you know, putting themselves first and actually understanding that they are of value for their time. Yeah. And and that, I mean, that's dec- decades of retraining right there. Absolutely. <laughs> the severe guilt that comes yes. with that. Mm. You know, the being the the lowest vibration we can feel, and the and you know, I have one one woman um, say to me, "I've had a, such a great life. I haven't had that much problems. I had a great childhood, a great upbringing, and and uh, but I'm just not sure what I'm to do. And and I actually don't know who I am. And and then and then it clicked, and I was like, "There it is. There it is." And she's she's like, "I feel guilty for being so happy." Like there's yeah yeah there's always something there. She she didn't think there was anything wrong because she'd had such a great life and no trauma and everything. But that's the trauma mm. is the, the guilt of feeling that way because her sister had had such a horrible life. And yes, it's all yeah. One of the conversations I've been having a lot lately, and I actually did a podcast episode on this recently, was around shame and. Um, we had a panel where we talked with some doctors and psychologists about this. And one of the things that came up was gaslighting. And, you know, the people I've spoken to since that episode, um, trying to raise the awareness about gaslighting, it's almost part of the Australian culture, isn't it? Yeah. Like um, I was talking to someone the other day and I had an accident recently where I'd hurt myself and everybody just played it down. Like, yeah, you'll be right, you know, walk it off kind of thing. Um, but you know, there's really traumatic events that happen to us, like from when we're children uh, to, to adults that generally our mothers or parents or even other family members play down and just go, nah, you'll be right. Nothing really happened. Just get over it. Yes. That's another big part of this trauma, right? Oh, huge, huge, huge. Mother wounds, ancestral, I do a lot of work with ancestral wounds and generational patterns and, and family wounding and it's, um, it's yeah, massive. Um, and then not to mention, not to mention especially right now in the, in the, the global shift that's happening, the, this incredible divine feminine that's coming through and the, and the, ancient feminine wounds that are we're all feeling especially those of us who are have that spiritual connection we're feeling all the wounds that everyone mm. else is able to connect to right now as well so it's women in, of the world right now are feeling so much and it's yeah we're just so we are so so beyond amazing it just Mm. <laughs> I mean, life creators. And one of the things that you touched on before that <clears throat> that, um, you know, I think a lot of people aren't aware of is that ancestral trauma as well. Like you can be suffering something that hasn't even happened in your lifetime. Yeah. Um, and I'm, I'm reading this book at the moment, which is all about trauma by this doctor, and he is incredible. <clears throat> and he talks about this, you know, like um, I did two years healing with a sound healer and she was telling me, we used to do a podcast together, and she was telling me that genetically you could tell um, if someone had Irish background because they had this energy from the potato famine. And so you could tell in their heritage just by a healing that they were Irish. 
like that kind of stuff stays with people and they don't they're not even conscious of it yes yes it's like the holocaust right now yeah yeah so you'd probably see that in in the healing that you do too Absolutely, yeah. Especially because it comes up when we, when you're in the breath work, it's the subconscious speaking. So it's 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 completely unconscious, and and these these thoughts that come up. People come into a session, and they they've got right. I'm going to work on this today, and this, and this, and this, and I'm going to clear clear this. And they have a list of things they yeah. want to work on, and then all this other stuff comes <laughs> through, and they're like, "Oh, I wasn't expecting that to come through." <laughs> I know what that's like. <laughs> Exactly. It's exactly. It's like, and that's when you know, that's when you know it's really working because you're like, oh, that's a surprise. Oh, I'd forgot or I'd forgotten about that. Or wow, that felt so real, that memory or, you know, it's. And to find out about past life stuff as well has really blown my mind. Um, Like, yeah, some of the things I learned, I was like, whoa, okay. So things make sense now. (laughs) Yeah. And if we open ourselves up to that understanding, we can learn so much more about ourselves. And I think it really helps us connect to who we are. Uh, (laughs) There's been nothing. I mean, uh, it sounds so simple Mm. and it's, it's, it's like, you know, the, the human part of me, the ego part of me is like, why don't more people just get this? Like, yeah. <laughs> who wouldn't want to know their past lives? You know, who wouldn't want to do this? I find it fascinating. I'm like, why wouldn't you want to know that stuff? But I mean, you know, there's the skeptic in us all that goes, yeah, right, this is bullshit. But, but in all honesty, like, if you just let go of the ego and you let go of all those, you know, preconceived notions and just believe and trust, the change that you can make within yourself is incredible. I like to say one of my favourite quotes is you 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 never understand it until you've experienced it. Mm. And, it, I mean, until you've experienced a breathwork journey and, and actually had these memories and awakenings and this, and, you know, like I said, that surprise shock of, oh, my God, I'm going, when you're seeing these visuals come through, that's when you go, oh, okay, okay, I'm more than just a, a flesh and blood and bones and, and human body. I'm so much more. And, and that, is, that is implicitly what I want to get through to women is just that idea of we are beyond the, we are beyond the body and there's so much magic within us that we're not accessing. Mm. Oh. And it's not just woo-woo. Like <laughs> oh, God, no. It is oh. real. Um, now, one of the things I like to ask um, guests on the show, um, because, you know, we are the ethical evolution, what does the word ethical mean to you? <clears throat> so, yeah, truth just comes through straight away um, is being able to be truth and integrity and standing in your truth and and knowing even when it hurts, when it hurts to see the truth and um, being that in- integral part of you that's here to here to be more than what you've actually been programmed to think you are, you know, mm. the conditioning of who we who we're expected to be and and the oh the the 
put in a box of the limitations of who, how we how far we can actually get in our lives that 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 whole expansion of our truth and awareness is yeah ethics is it's such a huge isn't it yeah. so that how to how to put it all in <laughs> and I love asking that question because there's no wrong answer you know no you get you got me off on a whole tangent <laughs> That's the plan. Uh, now, what are, you, what are you working on at the moment? Um, what are your future plans? Are you working on anything exciting we need to know about? I, um, I, have, I have my um, online program, which is a continual um, thing that's, that um, goes on, my eight-week online program with women. Um, so we're up to week, week three with that at the moment. Um, so the women are having um, just getting just getting really into the nitty gritty now, um, and I am really 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 praying and hoping I can get my retreats back up and running again next year once um, once we can all travel again. Um, the retreat work is is really a deep passion to be able to do the in person work. Um, I am. I do use kinesiology, Reiki, energy healing, which is now more into my what I call my turquoise bliss healing work. Um, and because it's all unique, we all have a different, unique way of expressing our healing energy. It's not by a book, by someone's, you know, the way someone's taught it to you. I don't believe in that at all. It's it's all very unique for each one of us. Um, and yeah, just to be able to get my hands on people again and lead them through those breathwork journeys as well, and do all of the the embodied movement, the dance work, the you know the somatic the somatic work is is my deep deep passion. So yeah, retreats would be great, but doing a few workshops here and there as well where I can here um, in Victoria. But yeah, just. Doing what we can, I guess, in this yeah, I mean, world we, at the moment. There is a light at the end of the tunnel. <laughs> it's and, coming. And we've just got to focus on that, I think. Um, but, yeah, I, I think we've been very um, innovative through this time to still connect with people. I think um, as long as we can keep that human connection going, I think that that is the most important thing to get us through this time. Yeah. Absolutely. Mm. Absolutely. And that's what I've said to the women. I've actually extended this program that's running at the moment to the end of the year because I feel like the next few months are the most pivotal point of this awakening. And more than ever, we need support and we need a tribe. We need connection. We need people to be talking about our feelings, our emotions. Like I said, the Women are fe- we're feeling all these ancient wounds coming to the surface. It's it's a time we have to we can't do it alone. Mm. Cannot do this alone. Even you know like I'm I'm need you know all of us leaders we need I'm needing to talk to someone daily. I'm doing my rituals daily. Like this is is so important. And that's a really good point you raised there. Is that you know no matter who we are and and where we've reached in in our journey. We still need people, um, yep. you know, even the most evolved and healed of us all, we need people um, and, you know, be that person for someone and also, you know, reach out for others because, uh, yeah, we cannot do this alone. No. No. Now, um, Brooke, if people want to find out more about you, where can they go? 
Um, you can check out my my Facebook, Brooke Byvet, um, which is B-Y-V-O-E-T, <laughs> um, or my Turquoise Bliss page. Um, um, I'm in, on Instagram as well, and um, you can check out check out all my stuff on there as well. So awesome! Now I have the last big question for you: What's the change you'd like to see in the world, and how can we bring it to life? Oh, that's a big question. <laughs> oh. It's funny as a as a from a very 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 young young age very little girl I've always had the the wisdom of I'm going to change the world I'm going to change the world and um, not knowing really how I was going to do it until until you know really really knowing how I was going to do it and it's all it all comes back to our truth mm-hmm. the truth and knowing the truth and. I get so worked up around, like I said earlier, the the covering up and the the you know people in this industry who are just maybe out to make money and and the quick fix or the mm. quick healing or just come and see me for a healing, get their quick quick money and off you go and it hasn't done a damn thing. Mm. I'm in it for the for the real transformational changes, lifetime changes, and and for them to see their divine truth and live out their absolute limitless potential. Mm. I want every every single human on the planet, from women awakening their truth, that then awakens the men as well because the women have the most divine healing power on the planet and that, that beautiful divine feminine healing energy will heal this world. Mm. And, you know, that's where you and I are are so much on the same page, Book, You know, like I see the hustle every day of, you know, you see it on Instagram, you see it on Facebook and you're just like, oh, you could. it just hits you in the gut and you're just like, you know, just looking at it that it's not going to help anyone. Um, But, you know, people like you and I are here to help people make that change and be the change. She's got the shit. Um, (laughs) (laughs) So, um, look, I have to thank you, Brooke, for joining us today. Um, It has been an absolute joy. Thank you so much. Thank you, thank you, thank you, Vindy, so much. Thank you. Thank you for everything you do and everything you speak. It's amazing. Thanks for listening to the Ethical Evolution Podcast. If you're an ethical business owner, change maker or holistic healer who's determined to make a change in the world and you need support to spread your message, visit ethicalchangeagency.com to collaborate. Welcome to Sarah Talk Solutions. Ladies and gentlemen, you've tuned into a bit of a different type of show. I'm Sarah B and I'm your host. You can find me on my IG, which is Aussie underscore Sarah underscore LA. I talk about amazing, relevant conversations and topics and what functions that goes on in this magical, wonderful, wonderful city of the City of Angels. My IG, which is Aussie underscore Sarah underscore LA. Electric acid. Welcome to Ringside with Ray and Prince. My name is Ray Leonard Jr. My name is Prince Daniels Jr. Daniels again with a big hole. Touchdown!
On this show, we come to humanize athletes, entertainers, business executives. We're going to see what makes them tick. Tuesdays, 10 a.m. Pacific time on Spotify, Apple, Amazon, and wherever you get your podcasts. We'll see you there. Peace and power. Electric acid. Electric acid.